Hi, it's Nahama Siderson, and we are in Parshas Teruma. We've taken a little break from the riveting storyline, and we are going into detail about the different vessels of the Mishkan. We're in the desert now, and we need the tabernacle, the Mishkan, that's moving around. It gets put together and taken apart as the Jews move around in the desert. And what I want to talk about today is the Aron Kodesh. We have all the vessels. You have you know, the different Mizbeachs and the menorah and the Shulchan, but the Aron Kodesh was a very special piece. Um, it was kept in the Kodesh Kodeshim, in the Holy of Holies. And it was made of three boxes. The first box was gold, solid gold. And the middle box was wooden. And the inner one was gold. So why, if this was, they didn't have a shortage of gold and, and good materials. Why was the middle box wooden? Wouldn't it have been nicer to have a solid block of gold or three boxes of gold? Nadasa Kanim gives an interesting insight to this, and that is that Hashem didn't want it to be too heavy for its carriers, for the Kohanim who would be carrying it to carry a solid block of gold would be really, really heavy. Very nice, but I have a question. The Gemara clearly states that the Aron carried its carriers. The Kohanim didn't have to exert any effort in carrying the Aron, and in fact, they were carried by the Aron. So what business is this that, that Hashem didn't want the Aron to be too heavy for them? for them. And I think the answer is in the whole way that we are supposed to conduct ourselves in this world, and that is divine emulation. We are supposed to be copying the way Hashem acts. And even when in practicality, yeah, it was true. <laughs> the boxes, it didn't make a difference to the Kohanim. Hashem was still teaching us how we should act. So what's the lesson in this? The lesson, or a lesson, that can be learned from this is that when you have spiritual things or astringencies, they shouldn't be too heavy for anybody else. It's true. We have to find favor first in the eyes of God, but it also says the Adam and mankind. We also need to be finding favor in the eyes of our family and friends and everybody around us. There's a beautiful story told about Rabbi Israel Salanter. At the end of his life, he was very weak and he didn't have enough energy to go to the Mata uh, baking factories to supervise. So he sent some of his top Talmidim to go supervise. And before they went, they said, Rebbe, what chumras, what stringencies should we be on the lookout for while we're at the bakery? And he said to them, make sure you speak kindly to the old widow who cleans the floor in between each run. Make sure you speak kindly to her. That's a tzaddik. Stringencies, you may want to take on your own stringencies. It's true. I'm not telling you that there's never a place for that. You have to make sure that your own holiness is not too heavy, not a burden for anybody else. We can all think about where it applies in our own life. Have a wonderful Shabbos, and good luck with your mission of divine emulation.